Welcome to Who Picked This Movie's News No One Asked For. I'm Clayton Palmer, and I'm joined by my wife and co-host, April Palmer. Say hello, April. Hello, April. All right, today we got a lot to talk about. First of all, we're going to stop doing our double feature movie review, and we're going to add that in to our weekly news. So today, we will start with industry news. Most of the industry news lately has been about the SAG-AFTRA strike. The numbers have came out, and over the month of August, Hollywood has shed about 17,000 jobs because of the Ooh. strike. So all those like low-level actors, uh, extras, uh, they're not getting paid this mm. month. So they are back in the kitchen working, I would assume, in Hollywood. That's awful. They are also extending talks to the video game manufacturers. So any video games that have voiceovers from actors, you know, usually they're in a union. They're part of the SAG after two. Uh, they're extending that to the video games to basically get them paid for anything, um, any kind of residuals or anything from the games. Didn't you share with me that that one of the reasons why they are on strike was because of the the extra piece where they're using their faces? Yeah, so essentially what they're doing is extras, mainly. Uh, they're scanning their faces, you know, for a movie. They Say you're an extra and you come in to do a movie and they're going to pay you 150 bucks for the day. They're scanning their faces and putting it in the contract with extras that they can use their name in perpetuity, which means they own them forever, their likeness forever. And, you know, this happened uh, quite a bit of time ago with Crispin Glover. He ended up suing um, because they used his likeness in Back to the Future 2. Um, and that's where a lot of those laws came from was, was because of him. And, you know, I love everything about Back to the Future, but that was not okay. You should pay people what they deserve to earn. No, and, and essentially what they could do is they could, like if I was an actor and they scanned my face, they could use me in every movie that comes out and I would never get paid for any mm, of it. That's so wrong. I did read an article this week from Total Film, and uh, I got to give credit to the author of that article, Layla Latif. Uh, I think I'm pronouncing that right. And they were talking about CGI in movies, uh, specifically Christopher Reeve's cameo in the Flash movie. You know, how are they... How are they paying his family? Mm -hmm. um, or was it a gift from the family to let them do that? Uh, but they can do that with anybody, basically, who's passed away um, at this point. And, and it was awful to use, I, I just have to say this, the worst CGI I've seen. <laughs> and it's not the, the Artifacts um, team. You know, They're rushing these people through to get this movie out. And so they're putting out a subpar product because mm. the studios and the upper upper people or just like get it out there it was terrible and the the likeness of Nicolas Cage and uh you know some other actors during the flash was is what you're specifically referencing yeah it just makes me sad because they didn't even try it yeah. was just that was the only aha moment for me was <laughs> was the Nicolas Cage Superman just because he was supposed to be uh, Superman so long ago with um, uh, oh god the Nightmare Before Christmas director uh, Tim Burton Tim Burton yeah when he was going to direct it um, so I, you know I knew about that so that I was like oh there he is <laughs> and then he turned his face yeah yeah but everybody <laughs> looked terrible I don't know what it is with DC uh, movies they they're just pumping them out so quick I guess that they're not they're not dialing in those CGI effects and they look terrible and that that's what is I guess the difference between DC and Marvel movies is that 
it seems like Marvel in the Marvel universe, they do take the time to really focus on the details. And that's what distinguishes uh, yeah. the movies from the Marvel from movies each other. from each other. Yeah. I know. Uh, I, did you watch the, um, the Justice League movie? I what, couldn't get through. Yeah. The, the Superman in that movie, I, I know um, Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, the Witcher. Yeah. He couldn't shave his mustache because he was in playing another role for a movie. And so they CGI'd his mouth and it's some of the worst <laughs> like CGI ever. Shout it out just, to Henry Cavill. Yeah, though. it doesn't He's an match incredible up. Incredible actor, so yeah. And the I, Witcher. And just a little tidbit, I'm gonna throw this in here since we we're talking about Henry Cavill. He's gonna be uh, in the the new Highlander movie that they're coming out I've with. Never seen the old one, so I'm excited to see. Uh, yeah, we we're should gonna do have a marathon. A, we're gonna have a marathon here. <laughs> Watch them both. With that, we'll move on to um, and I and I hate to even do this, but we're gonna we're gonna just uh, have them in memoriam for some actors who have passed away. Bob Barker passed away this past week. Uh, you know, he's an actor. He was in Happy Gilmore. I remember watching Bob Barker when I was a youngin', uh, and it makes, you know. I think that was everybody. I think everybody <laughs> who stayed home sick. <laughs> I didn't stay home sick. It was actors. Well, it was fake sick. You <laughs> stay home fake sick, and, and you're watching The Price is Right and, you know, whatever soap operas were on right. at the time. That was college uh for me in the mornings getting ready for classes and bob barker would be on and yeah. playing plinko and so r.i.p bob barker um also uh arlene sorkin uh and a lot of people won't know who she is but she voiced uh she was the original uh voice actress for um harlequin uh for the batman animated series um and harlequin was created for that series uh she wasn't in the comic books before um, she's so, also been in a lot. Yeah, of she does movies, a lot of voice acting so and movies and stuff. Was, but that's the like the big role that that I knew her from. She's she's in a lot, and I I believe she's in some theater, but don't quote me on that. TV news coming out. Uh, so for Disney Plus, Agatha Coven of Chaos has been delayed from winter 2023 to fall of 2024, and now it's now called Agatha Darkhold Diaries. Uh, it started out as House of Harkness, so this is the third title change they've had. And, and I'm going to start out by saying that a lot of the news that we're going to be put out and is going to be changing by the day because of the strike. There has already been, I think we mentioned uh, in the last episode that Dune was pushed back. I've seen probably 10 or 12 movies so far that have been pushed back a whole season or, or two in, in some cases. But the, the title change leads me to believe that they're, they're going to go in a different direction as far as the storyline. Uh, and they'll delve into the dark hold. So they'll be summoning a bunch of demons, I guess. I'd be interested to see what that's going to look like. I, I adore that actress. I, I've seen her in multiple other, yeah. um, other things. And so I'll be interested to see what, what and how that evolves. I loved WandaVision so much so it's yeah. interesting that there's a a spinoff there and ha- well she's a big part of the marvel marvel um continuity uh, you know, agatha is it's interesting because they're all of these side characters it seems like uh disney slash the marvel universe they're all yeah. focusing on the all of these characters and trying to to build them up right build yeah. stories from the stories from the stories so yeah interested to see what's next um 
the other Disney Plus property that's uh, coming out is Loki season two. The yes. the trailers are already out for it. Um, it's basically him time hopping. Uh, I'm wondering what other variants of the Loki there are going to be and what other characters they're going to introduce. I know in the last season we saw Throg, the Thor frog. Um, we had the, the crocodile yes. Loki. Yes. Um, so there were a lot of good little Easter eggs in there. And I, and I always like seeing the Easter eggs uh, personally. Well, I love Tom Hiddleston. So, you know, you can love the Throg. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is going to be the last, uh, the final Marvel show of 2023. They pushed everything else back. Mm. And, I, and I, I'm willing to bet some stuff is going to get dropped too. There's a lot of shows out there like Echo, I think that's on their slate. Um, some like really, really obscure characters. Mm. And I, I feel like that, you know, because of all this, they're going to end up cutting some stuff. But, you know, the writer strike has been going on for a while. And one of the it's things on, like, what, that two was, months now right, or close to it shared was that um, in the initially, you know, people wouldn't feel the impact. But now people are feeling the impact. Yeah. Well, the good thing is, is that you've got a couple of actors who are donating money to keep a lot of these um bit actors and extras you know fed at least because that's their livelihood yeah and i support the arts you know yeah as an artist myself um i you know i yeah. feel for you i definitely support you know the the people who are doing you know the putting the real work in uh the last little bit of tv news harry potter tv series i've pulled up a little bit on it uh and this is going to be like a more it's going to be like more closer to the uh, book adaptation like you know the movies have to cut out a lot it's a movie so they have to cut out quite a bit these are going to stay true to the books as far as i know um there are some rumored casts right now uh i think the only one that is for sure is tom felton uh who played draco is actually going to be playing his father lucius i've seen helen mirren is going to be mcgonagall and uh blair underwood um, he's Albus Dumbledore and my favorite Adam Driver uh, is going to be hopefully Snape. playing Snape. Yeah. Just the look he's got it down, you know, and, and, you know, I would have loved to seen Alan Rickman, you know, if he was still alive mm -hmm. back in that role, but yeah. And we talked about one piece last week. Uh, I watched it all in two days. Awesome. Awesome show. I just want to plug that in there for anybody who hasn't watched it. You know, it's a TV show, so it cuts out. The manga I said was over a thousand episodes, but it surpassed. I saw this earlier this week. It surpassed Stranger Things. Yes, and, and views. Yeah. Um. Oh my goodness. What's the other one? Um. Stranger Things. And the other. Anyway, Stranger yeah. Things and, and well, Stranger Things was the number one. Yes, but I there was the a, fourth season. There was. was another one that was one of Netflix's top. Yeah, top streaming. Top streaming, and it has surpassed that. It's really, really good. I mean, it's, it's you know, you always wonder with these, uh, like, manga ad adaptations, well, anything anime that they have adapted. Most of the time, it's it's a Japanese cast mm -hmm. uh, from the ones I've seen, with the exception of, like, Death Note. It's not that good, but it has Willem Dafoe uh, doing the voice of the demon, the uh, god of death. Mm -hmm. And this was really, really good. Like, I, I would probably watch it again. I, I know it's already been um, greenlit for a second season because they've already started announcing cast for it. So I, I think this is probably going to be a 10-season show at least. Um, it, is, it is so good. I can't it, give it enough I want, praise. I mean, I'm going to try. So I make a commitment to try and watch 
at least one episode to give it a try because yeah. contextually I don't know anything about one I don't piece, think you have to know anything about the I'm interested in the anime to watch to this because this just is to see yeah yeah this is from the very start so it gives you all the the premise of what happens in in the anime it cuts out a lot of the the unnecessary stuff that doesn't happen it, it does change a little bit I know there's you know purists out there who are probably like <laughs> uh, you know they didn't do the Arlong story right um, I know you'd have no idea who Arlong is. He's a fish man. Like I said, I, I've, I've probably only gotten through three or four seasons, but this is so good that people who didn't watch, uh, and, and I, I've read a lot about this, that people who didn't watch the anime are watching the anime oh, now see, because it was so good. That's the best is when either the anime or the movie, you watch either yeah. one book, anime, movie, whatever, because yeah. of the other. I think that's... That is the best result, and and when you love all of them, that's 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 the best. Yeah. So yeah, the the cast for One Piece though they are what makes this whole show. Um, the villains, Mihawk and Buggy. I know you again. I know you don't know who these are, but they are made for those roles. Like they pulled it off really well. Game news. Uh, so. RoboCop Rogue City is coming out, and I believe it's this month. I checked it out. It's a first-person shooter. Uh, you play as RoboCop. The only thing I didn't see getting into is, you know, RoboCop is a really slow character, and it's a first-person shooter. So, like, from the gameplay I saw, you're walking through a room, and there's, like, 10,000 people shooting at you, and RoboCop moves like he's, like, a robot. <laughs> you know, he's not fast at all. Did they make... Not to get off topic, yeah. but did they make a, a remake of RoboCop? Did yeah, I they miss did. Miss that somewhere? Yeah, okay, well. yeah. Um, I don't know how I felt about that. I never watched. I watched it. it I like the once. original, so I don't. I, yeah, I, I, I say watched it tentatively, like I was. It was on, and I was on my phone. <laughs> um, you know, the the original was so good. It was. You know, it, it's got one of the Classic. best lines in it, where the the guy's like, "I'd buy that for a dollar." <laughs> it's it's a good movie. Um, but yeah, I didn't really pay attention to this, to the remake. I'll have to go back and check it out and make sure I didn't miss out on anything good. I didn't even know there was a remake, so that's how yeah. clueless I was about that. All right. So movie news, um, Exor- Exorcist believes, uh, the new Exorcist movie where you have not one, but two little girls who were Ugh. possessed by, um, the demon, uh, I can't remember his name. We're good. You don't have yeah. to. You don't have to speak that. We got. I started you. to say Valak, but that's that's okay. That's we'll, the nun. We'll um, <laughs> move on. Yeah. So it's been moved back because of the Taylor Swift's Eras Tour movie. Um, <laughs> I looked online and they talked about you know the average person spent thirteen hundred dollars for this Taylor Swift concert. But you know, I um, you know, to to all of you that are Swifties, yeah, I you know, I'm I'm rooting for you. Um, I think she's incredibly talented and yeah. she's a smart no, she smart is. smart business she is. person she, she is. is smart so and i hear she treats her community well and yeah. pays well and so you know good on her if if her tour is is successful you know it's just like beyonce it's the same yeah. You know, well, I, I can she tell has you this: just as big of a following and treats her yeah. community well, and and you know, good good for them. I can tell you this: uh, they're already predicting that her 
tour movie is going to pull in a hundred million dollars in the opening. Like, so the exorcist had no chance. (laughs) Um, They they had to move it. (laughs) This is, this is going to be like Barbie again. Uh, They're going to go see that. Everybody's going to go see this movie. Um, Everybody's going to get dressed up to go see it because, you know, the people who couldn't afford to spend $1,300 a piece to go see it can go see it for like 12 or 13 bucks. So that's a great opportunity. You still get that tour experience. You still get to enjoy uh, Taylor Swift and her performance. I don't know if you get the experience. You You get to see it, though. You can't. You get to see it, whereas you. And and you're seeing it in the theater. So the sound is going to be right. Way better than at home. You know, you could sit around and watch it on pay-per-view here like at home. But you're not going to get that sound quality. Right. But at least you get that experience. Yeah. So that was that was brilliant to to release it in that way. I I would I I wouldn't be shocked if Beyonce did the same thing. Well, I think she has before. Has she? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Superman Legacy uh, is now set to come out in July 2025. The director has already said that they're not going to retell the origin story, and I am so so glad that they're not. I am tired of going and seeing these superhero movies and they it's the the first movie's always same the thing over same and over. thing over and over. It's always with Superman it's always, you know, him crashing in Kansas or <laughs> wherever, uh Smallville. Um with Spider-Man, you know, it's always him getting bit by the spider in the lab. Uh so X-Men was the same way. Every time they reboot something, they keep on telling the origin story. We're at the point now where I think everybody knows who uh, Superman is and how he came about. We've got over 100 years of Superman movies at this point. I mean, I think that's actually why um, the Spider-Man with Miles Morales has been so successful. Because it wasn't the original Well, because it's, you know, not only is it just phenomenal artwork but it's just telling a different story with spider-man and it's the same it's the same setup you know as far as how we got the powers but not the same story right it's a different story and so and it's just done well it's just a great it's just a really great yeah i can't wait for the third one of those my favorite spot that's my favorite spider-man series movie with the exception of the andrew garfield one you know what's funny though is uh You've got so many people out there. Again, it's it's these purists, and I, I used to be one of these people. But um, they're like, you know, Spider Man is Spider Man. Miles Morales is not Spider Man. Oh, not true. Yeah, and, not and true. Just this hatred towards like the character, and it's a phenomenal character. Mm-hmm. Uh, the comic books are really good. Don't be afraid of different things. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to see how they do this story arc with Miles Morales. Because you've got, uh, especially within the the Marvel uh, continuity, you've got all these things that are leading to Secret Wars. And I think I know how they're going to do the third movie. Um, I'm going to make a prediction later in the year, and we'll see if that comes no true spoilers. for the next movies. Go, yeah. go see the second movie. or I mean, it's not in theaters anymore. Rent it. <laughs> you know, oh, speaking of that, the, the, the version that's online is not the version we saw. What? Yeah, they changed it all around. 
So you can't, you will never see the original theatrical version unless I guess they release oh it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That that was my favorite part was the end when the entire theater yeah. went. <gasps> yeah. I love when movies capture you in that way. Um, you know, I'll never forget the end of um, the Avengers yeah. game. When I, everybody cheered. Well, and when he, you know, when everybody came up and yeah. the whole theater just lit up and, you know, whenever he snapped his finger and just yeah. the silence there, I just, you know, that's, that is why I love the movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, back to Superman legacy. I know we got on, on a tangent there on a little, little side quest. Um, the movie, from what I understand is going to introduce, uh, the guy Gardner green lantern. Uh, I, I've heard that Nathan Fillion is going to play him. Um, I, again, I know you have no idea. It's basically green, green lantern with a bowl cut. Um, you know, it's nineties, uh, DC. There was this very specific style of art in the nineties. Um, like the Rob Liefeld kind of drawings, um, and Guy Gardner was just like this butthole <laughs> of a person in the Green Lantern universe. Metamorpho, I, I don't know the actor who's supposed to play him, but I've seen rumors of it. Um, Hulk Girl uh, and Mr. Terrific. Now, I could see them rebooting the Green Lanterns from this, which if they do, thank God, we can get past the old one. Uh, you know, I love Ryan Reynolds, but... Oh, me too. The Green Lantern was terrible. But you know what I love about Ryan Reynolds is he owns it. He yeah. he owns that. That was not that, you know. That well, that's was... the whole thing with the Deadpool movie. <laughs> and they make fun of it and he's going to kill himself in every movie that was bad. Um, the one that I would love to see is the, the Mr. Terrific character. Not a lot of people know who he is, but um, he's basically the DC counterpart to Mr. Fantastic. Oh. He's an inventor in the comic book. He's... Supposed like supposedly like the first first or second smartest person in the DC universe. He has all these like flying metallic balls that do whatever he wants to. They like can change shape and everything. Is that the same as the speedball person? No, no, no. Can you tell I don't read comics? Yeah, yeah, no, no. This he uses them like a lot of times in the in the comic books as like. Um, a way to fly around or something like that. Like he, they do whatever he wants to, mm. wants him to do. But he's one of the smartest people. So it would be a good. Um, I think it would be a good DC movie to have. I'm open to it. Yeah, and and introduce those lesser known characters too, because mm-hmm. that, that's what Marvel did, mm-hmm. and it's worked out well. You know, you can't have the Justice League in every movie. I mean, what fun is that? Yeah. The last movie uh, we've got for is um, R.L. Stein's Zombie Town. Uh, now, this is going to have Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd. This is an um, adaptation of one of the R.L. Stein books. You know, I grew up reading Goosebumps. I love this stuff. I did see, and I didn't, because I, I went on online and I, and I tweeted out, I was like, or X'd out or whatever we're going to call it now, <laughs> um, that we need more Goosebumps stuff. Like, they need to reboot that. I never, so I never read the Goosebumps. I yeah. read the other R.L. Stein. Okay. Um, so I never experienced the Goosebumps part of R.L. Stein's yeah. writing. I was like Christopher Pike, R.L. Stein. Like that was, yeah. that was my, what I read. So I 
never really got into the goosebumps part of Earl Stein. Yeah, me and my brother read them until the covers fell <laughs> off. Like <laughs> they, those are the best. That was me and Beverly Cleary. Anything yeah. she wrote, um, yeah. I I wrote. You know, I read that. So, but yeah, this is gonna be like a zombie movie. Um, not quite from the looks of it. Not quite like the zombies you would mm-hmm. think of. Um, worth, a, worth a watch. But I. You know, I tweeted that out though, and then and then read that they're gonna reboot Goosebumps. Oh, like the TV show. I never read it, but I but I. Well, you know, they had the TV show in the '90s, and I, and I watched it, and it was like, it was kind of like the Twilight Zone. You had a different episode each time, and they were based on um, the the books. Those are the best ones, yeah. though. Whenever they, you know, they sit around the campfire. But and- the problem is, is they're only thirteen minutes long. You know, with commercials. I mean, so was Saved by the Bell. <laughs> yeah, but with commercials, you're fit. You're fitting a whole book into an episode that's 13 minutes long. So, that's, I mean, they weren't fair. long books, but they, you know, 120 pages probably. But you know that that movie with Jack Black, that Goosebumps movie with Jack Black was that was really clever. It was. Yeah, it was yeah. cute. It was a cute yeah, I liked movie. It. All right. So over the next two weeks, uh, the movies that are coming out. A Million Miles Away uh, will be out on September the 8th. Uh, this stars Michael Pena. He played Louis, Louis from Ant-Man. Uh, he was the one who like would tell the stories and they would be all long and drawn out and everything. But the premise of the movie is that uh, he's going to be an immigrant field worker who his lifelong goal is to go to space. Um, so it's going to be a feel-good movie, I think, uh, you know, the way it looks. I'm interested in it. Mm-hmm. You know, it looks like a good movie. And I like him as an actor, too, mm-hmm. so... The second movie, and I think we're going to go see this is uh, more than likely, is uh, Haunting in Venice. Uh, this oh, is a yes. murder mystery based on uh, Agatha Christie's uh, Hercule Poirot. Um, you know, this is the same same actor who was in Murder on the Orient Express. Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, Dan, Death on the Nile. Yeah, Kenneth Branagh. Incredible, um, incredible actor. When I saw the, the uh, trailer for this movie... It took me watching it probably 20 times, you know, on TV, it like would pop up on ads and stuff before I realized that this was in that same. Oh, that same universe. Yeah, Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was going to be a horror movie, you know, when I saw it. And I didn't realize until after I watched it probably 10 or 15 times that that was Poirot. Poirot. I, I think I'm saying that right. The character in there they don't play that out in the, in the, in the, um, but that's clever. Yeah. I mean, but you know, Kenneth Branagh also directed, well, he directed this, the murder on the Orient. I mean, he's a director yeah. as well as an actor, but, and he's a, um, he, he is Shakespearean, um, actor. Yeah. So amazing, incredible, incredible actor and director. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be out on the 15th. And then the last movie, and I will probably go see this by myself because I know this is not up your alley, is The Outlaw Johnny Black. I don't think many people have probably even heard of this Mm-mm. movie. It stars Michael Jai White. For anybody who doesn't know, he played Spawn. Uh, yeah. <gasps> like the original Spawn? The original Spawn, Oh, yeah. I'm going to, then I'll go see it with but you. I don't even know this what is, about. This is, um, so <laughs> it's got one of the best taglines in a movie I think I've ever heard. Uh, it, the person reading it, uh, it's, it's a Western from the people who made Black Dynamite. Uh, it's black exploitation. So he, he says, as faith-based Western black exploitation, kung fu action, romantic comedy dramas go, it's right up there with the rest of them. 
<laughs> Sounds amazing. Let's see it. It it the trailer pays so much tribute and people are going to have a problem with it, but it looks really good. It pays a lot of tribute to Blazing Saddles. Like some scenes almost scene for scene where he like especially um where uh in in Blazing Saddles Gene Wilder pulls the gun out of the guy's belt and spins it in front of him and he like slaps him. <laughs> like Michael Jai White does that scene. Uh, there's a scene where one of the guys punches a horse. That's straight from Blazing Saddles where Mongo punches the bull. <laughs> or no, he punches the horse too in that. So it plays a lot of tribute to that movie, but it's a it's made like a 70s exploitation movie. Looks really interesting, looks really fun. I'm I'm definitely gonna see it. Like it's I'd be interested. It I looks love fun. And, him and Spawn. And I and like anything that movies. the people who do Black Dynamite, like I love all their stuff anyway, you know. So yeah, I think that the same person, and I'm probably wrong about this, but the the guy who was doing the voiceover for the um for the trailer for uh the Outlaw Johnny Black is the same one who does the voiceover for um the Boondocks and the Black Dynamite cartoons. So he's got that like really like <laughs> black exploitation voice is the best way I can describe it. Um so it, it looks really good, though. Um, I'm going to go see it with you because I love, love, love the actor. So, yeah. And then are you going to mention the movie we're going to see tomorrow? Oh, yeah. We're going to see The Nun. <laughs> we're going to see The Nun. Valak is the demon in it. Oh. I can't remember what the one is in Exorcist, but I know it's Valak for that one. The only reason I'm going to see that movie because I hate the first one scared yeah. the bejesus out of me. The only reason I'm going to see that is because of yeah. I do want to watch a small person. I do want to watch the Conjuring like universe movies, Ooh. and I'd like to watch them in order. Um, you know the the director, um, his name is it escaping me right now. Um, is it James? Is it James Wan? James Wan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, you know, pretty much has like reignited horror movies. I mean, so we watched uh, the YouTuber about explaining the conjuring universe. And what I appreciated about that was he really focused on what made each movie distinctive and how, um, how, you know, the story was told because these are all, you know, true stories in some form. I mean, the conjuring scared the daylights out of me. And then, the Conjuring two, and then the Nun. I just don't. I don't like. Um, <laughs> she's a scary lady. So yeah. I'm sure the actor that plays the Nun is beautiful, but she's that actor in that garb scares the bejesus. Well, out I, of I me. will say, speaking of YouTube, there they did a promotion for the Nun, and they um from the trailer, you know, the scene where they have uh the the magazine rack where all the magazines are like the pages are spinning and then it makes a nun figure in the middle. And then she jumps out and did that. Well, they, I think they did that in California. (laughs) They had like a rack set up that did that. And then this wall dropped and the nun jumped out and grabbed people. And you know, people are peeing their pants. I mean, I would, (laughs) I, I I try, I probably, I watched the nun mostly between my hands. So I, I don't know that I actually saw that movie. Other than through, you know, the piece, like through my fingers. Yeah. That movie's so scary. So we're going to wrap it up. Uh, I, you know, we want to invite anybody who's got any ideas. You know, we're going to be changing things up here and there as we build this, this program. 
so uh, on this on this next or when this episode airs, you know, we're going to put the question out there for everybody. After you listen, go and let us know what you would like to hear. You know, some things that that you in particular might be interested in. So one of the last things that I want to try out, uh, you know, just to involve the people who are listening to this uh, going forward, uh, I'm going to call this Clay's Cult Pick of the Week, and we're going to treat this like a book club, uh, but for movies. Uh, So what do you think about that, April? I think that would be a great idea. Yeah, so basically what we want to do is we want to, you know, get our audience involved. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this week, let's do House. So House is an 80s horror movie. So I want everybody to go take a watch of House. You can respond on to the Spotify page. I'm going to put a thing on there that says, you know, what did you think about the movie House? And so you does can, this mean I have to watch this movie too? Yeah, you're going to have to watch it too. <laughs> uh, and so what we want to do is we want to, we want to you know, like I said, we want to involve our audience. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll pick some, some people's responses and we'll talk about that on the next weekly news. So if I have to watch it, y'all have to watch it. That's right. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, join us next week for another episode of Who Picked This Movie's News Nobody Asked For. We'll see y'all later. <laughs>